Hey there guys, how's it going? I'm Corey. This is the How to Adult Show where I teach free personal finance lessons to anyone who wants to learn how to finally get a handle on their personal finances so that you can start building a life that you love and adulting like a pro. So if you've always wished that you could have had a chance to learn some of this stuff in school, then make sure you hit subscribe to the channel. And today's episode is specifically for my younger viewers who are smart enough to realize that it's better to learn from other people and their mistakes rather than going it alone and making all of those same mistakes yourself. So if you're in your teens or 20s, this episode is specifically for you because I'm going to be talking about five money mistakes to avoid in your 20s. I'm pretty sure that you're going to roll your eyes at me when I tell you the first two, but you're not going to guess them all, so stick around and at the end, make sure to head on down to the comments and share one of your own money mistakes so that other people can learn from you too or cringe alongside with you because... We've all been there, we can all commiserate. Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. Money mistake number one is paying too much for where you live. This means either moving out too soon or renting an apartment that's way too expensive for what you're earning. Just don't do it. Now, before you roll your eyes at me and click off this screen, I completely understand that when you're young and getting started with life, it's the dream to move out and into your own place. It's the dream to have an awesome apartment that's simultaneously your own private sanctuary while also being the place that all of your friends wanna hang out all the time. I've been there, I get that. Having your own place is like the holy grail of your 20s. Everyone wants it and it seems like this magical thing that's gonna solve all your problems when you just have your own space. But as someone who's nearing the end of their 20s, I'm almost 30 now, I want to make you a promise. And that's that you will get there. You will get to have your own place that you can decorate and enjoy and have Netflix movie nights in and maybe even add a puppy to one day. You will absolutely get there. But don't rush it and jump into it way too early. If you do this, you risk losing it in just the natural turbulence of your early adult life, or even worse, you risk cheating yourself of the financial security that you should be starting to build in your 20s. I know you're probably dying to get out of living at home with your parents, but it's so worth it to save that extra bit of money first by either staying at home with your parents, or if you don't have that luxury, instead choosing to rent that dodgy apartment with roommates that's dirt cheap because it's actually just a converted garage disguised as an apartment. Where you live ends up being your biggest living expense and will continue to be your biggest expense for most of the rest of your life. So if you make the smart financial decision to save some money on your living situation while you're young, then it's gonna set you up 
for an even better living situation in your future. I recommend either staying at home, if that's a luxury that you have the option of, or finding a cheap place with roommates to help split the costs. Living alone is expensive and it's a luxury, not a living requirement. Make sure you're using this early opportunity to save some money, save an emergency fund, start saving money for the car you're gonna need or the down payment that you're gonna wanna make to become an early homeowner. If you grab hold of this opportunity to create some just basic financial stability in your 20s, then the rest of your life is gonna be so much easier, I promise you. You're gonna reach your goals and your milestones sooner, and you're not gonna be caught in your 30s wanting to get into the housing market and wondering why everything is so damn expensive and talking about how it's impossible to buy a home these days. Even though every bit of messaging is telling you that you wanna move out and get your own space as soon as possible, it's not worth it to do this and then constantly be struggling financially. This is one of those things that's gonna be a small temporary sacrifice. Remember, it's temporary, and it's gonna give you an amazing long-term gain. Money mistake number two is buying an expensive vehicle. Now, if you heard this and your brain said, well, it's not like I want a BMW, so this point doesn't apply to me, I want you to hear me out. Yes, this obviously applies to people who view cars as status symbols and wanna put all their money into a fancy vehicle, but whether you're looking at muscle cars or minis, a vehicle is a huge expense no matter what and needs to be carefully considered. So the first point here is obviously don't buy more car than you need. But beyond that, ask yourself if you really need a car at this stage in your life. Yes, the freedom that you get from having a vehicle is amazing, but oh my God, let me tell you from experience, when you're looking at a single credit card statement that paid your car insurance and three car repair charges because the garage just couldn't figure out what was wrong with your car, that freedom quickly, quickly doesn't seem worth it anymore. So if you're at a place in life where you can get by with public transit, bikes, riding with friends, or even joining a car share program where you just rent one when you need it, then absolutely do that. I have had a vehicle all through my 20s, and for a number of years, the only reason that I kept that vehicle was because I needed it to run my business. I'd been silly and I'd started a business that needed a vehicle to continue working. And if I could have gotten rid of it, I would have, and I truly, honest to goodness, would have tens of thousands of dollars more in my bank account from the past decade of savings if I hadn't been pouring money into vehicles. If, like me, you do need a vehicle, then question number two is what is the bare minimum that you can spend on a car while still buying a safe car that won't be breaking down and sucking your bank account dry every month? If you just drive around the city and don't do any sort of heavy snow driving and don't regularly transport big things, then it's better off to get away with an unsexy sedan for a few years rather than buying a crossover, which Yes, they're sexier, but it costs more in the first place, it often costs you more in insurance because of that, and it costs you way more in gas, which is hella freaking expensive right now. Also, it probably goes without saying, but usually getting a used vehicle is much more economical than buying a new vehicle, so I highly recommend that you consider doing that. Before you go ahead and buy the cheapest car you can buy though, make sure that you ask yourself the third question, which is how much repair work can you anticipate this vehicle will need? It's not always the best decision financially to buy a beater because car repairs can be so expensive. Now. 
I know, I understand, it feels like I've just given you this impossible trifecta of problems to solve, but really what I'm getting at is make sure that if you're buying a vehicle in your 20s, that you're buying it out of need and not out of want. Just like the fancy apartment, I promise you that you will get there and you don't need to risk it all just to get there so fast. Money mistake number three is not understanding how your credit card works. And this mistake can manifest in two different ways. First, by not understanding how to use your credit card properly, you run the risk of getting yourself into credit card debt or messing up your credit score. On the other hand though, lots of people decide to get around this risk by just deciding that they won't use a credit card at all. But this robs you of one of the best opportunities you have to start building good credit while you're young. And if you don't start building your credit when you're young, this could really start to get in your way when you need to take out a loan or finance a car or apply for a mortgage because you don't have the credit score to back you up for the lender to approve you for that money that you're trying to get. So when you're in your 20s, it's important that A, you start using a credit card provided you think you can do so responsibly, and B, to learn how you should be using your credit card properly. To run you through the basics of this just super quickly, you wanna make sure that you're paying off your credit card on time, you wanna pay it off in full, and you wanna make sure that you're using only 30% or less of your available credit limit. I'm not gonna go into more detail than that, here in this particular episode, but if you wanna learn more, I have an entire episode all about how to use your credit card properly. I'll link that right here, and I'm also gonna link that down in the description below this episode if you wanna check it out after finishing this episode. Moving on, money mistake number four is not tracking your finances. The truth of the matter, and I hate to tell you this, is that money doesn't get easier as you get older. You don't just grow up, turn 30, and magically get better at managing your money. It's something that you need to actively invest time into learning about and understanding, and it's so much easier if you do this while you're young. I promise you, future you will thank you for even just doing the baseline amount of this in your 20s, rather than waiting until you really do need to have your act together financially, and then you discover that you don't. And there's one really basic thing that you can start doing in your 20s that's gonna help you out so much over the course of the rest of your life, and that is to simply track your expenses. Simply start to get an understanding of what you earn versus what you spend. And to do this, you're gonna to wanna to start a practice of reviewing your finances once a month. Put it in your calendar and set aside just a couple hours max to look at and record what you earned that month, and most importantly, what you spent that month. Over time, you'll start to get a really good understanding of your spending habits, and you'll start to see the different ways that money flows out of your life. From there, you will be completely in the driver's seat to make good spending decisions going forward without having to resort to extremes like trying to fit yourself into a teeny, teeny, tiny little budget, and then convincing yourself that you have a spending problem or a self-control problem when you fail to stick to that teeny, crappy little budget. So get in the habit now of tracking your spending, and again, it's gonna make the upcoming years of your life so much easier and far less painful because you'll be able to avoid all of the money and the debt problems that so many people go through. 
If you want to learn more about tracking your spending, I recommend checking out this episode here where I walk you through the monthly routine that I personally use to check in on my finances. Again, I'll put that link down below as well. Money mistake number five is not starting a savings regime. I'm sure you know that you should be starting to save money in your 20s, but are you actually doing it? If you're not sticking to a savings plan yet, then I bet you've probably said something to yourself along the lines of, I'm young, I don't need to worry about that right now, I should just have fun with my money, or there's time to start saving when I'm older, or it's going to be easier to start saving when I'm older because then I'm going to have a better job and I'm going to be earning more money. A lot of people think that. And as someone who, I'll say it again, is almost 30 because that's freaking me out, I have one of those little nuggets of life wisdom to share with you, and it kind of sucks, and that's that saving money doesn't always get easier as you get older. I am so sorry to tell you that. Instead, what happens is when you start to earn more money, you also start to want more, and the money that you need to live your life naturally increases over time. So you're just as unlikely to find enough money to save when you're 30 as you are now. Stop putting it off and waiting for something. The good news is that right now, at this stage in your life, it doesn't really matter how much money you save. More so that you start building the habit of saving and you start using what you do save to invest and get your money working and growing for you and using the magic of compound interest combined with a long time horizon. Now, if that was a bit jargony, I apologize, I'm sorry, don't get scared off. It's actually not that complicated and I explain it all in this video here, all about saving, investing, and how compound interest helps you build wealth. So what you want to do is to start saving and investing a percentage of your paycheck now. Start small if you need to and set yourself up so that your savings are automated. Whether this means setting up an automatic transfer through your bank or enrolling in your company's retirement plan matching program, just start the habit, automate it, and you'll find that as long as you don't see that money available in your bank account, you're never really gonna miss it. Plus, if you start doing this early, you'll have to save way less money dollar for dollar to retire a millionaire than you would have to if you started 10 years later in life. If you're not convinced, let me walk you through a quick example of this. So, let's say you plan to retire when you're 60 and your goal is to have $1 million in the bank from your investments. We're gonna use a 10% rate of return in this example just because it's easy. So you start working your first job when you're 20 and you commit to saving $200 a month and investing it. You do this for 40 years, continuing to save $200 a month and you retire with just over $1.2 million in the bank. Now to compare, let's say you decide to have fun with your money all through your 20s and not save anything so you start saving when you're 30. Now, you're gonna need to save around $550 a month to be able to retire with just over $1.2 million in the bank. In the first example, you save $200 a month for 40 years, which means you saved a total of $96,000. In the second example, you save $550 a month for 30 years, which means you saved a total of $198,000. What this means is that by delaying getting started saving and investing for 10 years, you had to save over double the amount of money dollar for dollar to reach the same end goal. 
And this is why you want to start as early as possible, because the earlier you start, the less you have to save dollar for dollar to reach the same amount of money in the end. So hopefully you've made it through today's lesson and are actually feeling inspired to start getting your finances together as soon as possible. It's not necessarily going to be easy, but it will start to get easier as you go. And even though, yes, I absolutely think that you should go forth and have fun and have experiences during this decade of your life and enjoy your money, you also have the opportunity to do yourself a solid and not waste tons of money or miss out on the opportunity to set yourself up for financial success later in life. I'm sure there are a hundred other fabulous finance tips and money mistakes to avoid in your 20s, so if you think I missed any really important ones here, or if you have your own examples that have been learned from painful experience, because we all have those, please leave them down below in the comments section. I'd love to see them. I can probably commiserate with you on a lot of them. Maybe I'll even learn some that I don't know for going forward in the next decade of my life. And um, hopefully other people will also find some little nuggets of wisdom and value in there too. And finally, before I let you go for the day, if you enjoyed this video, if you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe to the channel and like the video. I'd love to see you around here again, and that'll help you stay up to date when we release new episodes. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm Corey. This is the How to Adult Show, and I'll see you right here next Monday when we drop a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.